Welcome back to the Dequa Podcast. Uh, it's Quan and I back again for another week. I apologize once again for my voice. I sound horrendous as Quan uh, said before the show even started. I do not sound good. Uh, I told everybody that I had uh, a sore throat from watching the World Cup and then for the USA. We'll, I'll talk about that in a couple minutes. Uh, but yeah, it, it has gotten uh, even worse over the past couple days. Uh, but yeah, Quan is wearing his, his Bama hat. Uh, we did win. We destroyed Auburn in the Iron Bowl, rightfully fucking so. Our playoff hopes are still live. I believe we have, uh, well, I, I wouldn't say alive because we're, we're, we're literally fucked. Uh, I believe we need a TCU to lose to Kansas State. I don't think that's going to happen at all. Uh, Caleb Williams, I'm going to be honest, I don't like that guy. He threw one touchdown yesterday and did the Heisman post. I'm not really a big fan of that guy. I, I feel like he's a crybaby L. I feel like he fucking whines too much, to be honest. I'm, I'm going to be honest. I didn't know anything about him. Once he decommitted from Oklahoma, I, I didn't care. Apparently, he's the Heisman favorite this year. Uh, yeah. I, fucking disgraceful. Don't let it be after throwing one touchdown, though. Like, don't don't let that be your moment that you that you throw up the polls. You should have did that a couple of weeks ago. Bears lost again. We, first of all, we, we didn't have Dustin Fields. But Kwan, Kwan wants to bring it up. The 49ers game has not been played yet. It's, it's, it'll be played in what, what time is it? Uh, 425 be, out time. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so it's, 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 it's going yeah, to be played in like 19 minutes. Destruction uh, begins in 19 minutes. So uh, his team has not played that. Mine did play. We had no Justin Fields today. We lost by 21 to the fucking Jets. If Justin Fields played, then y'all would have maybe lost by 14. If this was, you know, two years ago, I'd be a lot more embarrassed, but the Jets are a better team. Uh, their defense is very good. Uh, I'll give them that. Their offense, eh, they're all right, but, you know, they, they did start Mike White. But as I said last week, I'm just so over this fucking team already. Like, usually I'd be all in to the end of the season. I'm fucking exhausted with this goddamn franchise already. We're 3 and 9 now. It's fucking embarrassing for us. Our playoff hopes are long fucking gone. And right now, we're, we're fucking we're rooting for the goddamn Carolina Panthers to win their goddamn game so we can have the second overall draft pick up until right now. But it's, I'm over this fucking team already. I'm over this franchise. I'm, I'm over being upset. It's fucking depressing to watch this goddamn team, uh, and, and I'm over. I'm not, not, I'm not going to be getting upset week in and week out over, over this team not winning games at this point because right now, at, at this point, it's not really uh, beneficial for us to start winning games because obviously we want to get that top draft pick. So as long as as long as long Justin Fields uh, is, looks good, our players are not getting hurt and shit like that, that's fine with me. Eddie Jackson, that dude got to go. He's a fucking bum. I don't know what has happened with this guy, but he is – talk about a fall from grace, man. In 2018 – this dude was one of the best safeties in the NFL, maybe the best safety in the league. And then after 2018, fucking absolute destruction for this guy. He's been an absolute garbage for so many years now. And it is, it's fucking exhausting with this guy. He got to go. He, he's a Bama guy, first of all, which is why I've, I've always loved him. But this fucking guy is really starting to exhaust me. He's got to go. He's a bum. I, I, he's, like, he's like the last staple of, of our 2018 defense that was like one of the top ones in the league that we haven't traded away yet. Get him out of here. He's got to go. He's constantly either getting hurt. He can't tackle. He can't play man. He can't play zone. He can't do anything on the fucking field. He has got to go. He's a bum. I'm over this guy. Our team is fucking garbage. I cannot wait for next year. I'm over this season. I'm the Bears. I'm, I'm over this shit already. It's fucking exhausting. When your team is not good and you're just sitting here waiting for the end of the year to hopefully, you know, get a top draft pick, it's, it's fucking embarrassing. Can't relate. It's been, it's been too long since I felt that. I, the only thing as far as 
lost the Bears, it becomes more unfortunate for us that we lost to y'all every time y'all lose, which was some bullshit. That, that game shouldn't count. It was like pouring down rain. Uh, y'all are obviously ass. It was raining for both teams. I mean, y'all used to snow and shit like that. It don't do no shit like that in uh, right, San Raining for both teams, buddy. Raining for both teams, first of all. We, we, we did beat Quan's 49ers this year, so I mean, that means we're better than them. That's not what that means. It is. It is. When you play a team and you beat them, that means you're better than them, clearly. That's what happens in the NFL. Could mean you got lucky. I'm surprised that Logan is, is actually here. Oh, hello, Logan. Holy hell. Long uh, time no see, buddy. Looking yeah. like John Wick with the jacket on. I feel you. <laughs> like it, yeah. Yeah, I had to uh, for today. We we tried to get Logan on the show for uh, for a couple weeks now, and uh, couple months we, I would say. A couple months, we, yeah. we have, we've had some scheduling issues, uh, which is yeah, that make it sound like it's our fault. Uh, I feel like Logan was standing us up. My bad. I just didn't want to see you guys, honestly. Taylor Heineke, man, looking beautiful. This guy. Yeah. We're, we're talking about it last. Uh, what was it? Two weeks ago, maybe. That we, we thought that the, the Commanders are doing a lot better with Taylor Heineke than, than they are with Carson Wentz. Do you agree with that? As an actual Commanders fan, do you think that they're better off with Taylor Heineke? over Carson Wentz going forward? Yeah, this is something I talked about on my podcast, on my Instagram and stuff, because obviously, as you guys know, the reason I came on was, you know, in defense of Carson Wentz. And I was always a big Wentz guy. I was really happy when he was traded to us. I thought he fit really well with what we were trying to do. And then you saw him play? Well, okay. <laughs> but I, I saw him play and then saw Taylor Heineke play. And the difference to me, I think, is the comfortability that Taylor has with the offense and the team in general. Uh, I was talking about this the other night, dude. There, There's like – I'm not sure how many quarterbacks in the NFL you can name that have that type of love from their team. You know, in just the way Taylor Heineke, the whole locker room rallies around him so hard, and he's loved by all the players, the coaches, the fan base. And it's getting to where he's not just a guy that's like – cool to watch play and and he's a, a bad quarterback but like you know sometimes he does crazy stuff or the team thinks he's good it's like he genuinely is improving year by year you know since first time he got here to now his ability to read a defense and and kind of just feel the like his feel for the offense is just hold on i'm sorry to interrupt you logan nico what kind of freaky shit you got going on over there bro with the camera <laughs> And you're gonna I, try I to keep you gonna try to like have a straight face after after all this, this <laughs> upside down shit you've been doing. I don't there. have my usual camera setup this week, but the bitch keeps falling and I'm trying to oh there it goes now. It should be good now. Uh but the fucking piece of shit keeps falling, so I'm trying to make sure I'm in frame and make sure I'm I'm everything, but I tried to make it nonchalant with the fucking piece of shit keeps falling. I'm I'm trying to focus on what Logan's saying and it looked like you being abducted. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> What the fuck yes. this man got going on? <laughs> I know. I apologize about that. Apologies for that. Relax. It, it, it'll, it'll, yeah, that, 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 that'll probably be our, our, uh, our fucking promo for this week. In general, you know, with Taylor Heineke, he brings a different energy to the team than Carson. I don't fully blame it on Carson. You know, again, I'm not going to act like he's God. He had really bad inconsistencies, especially with the accuracy. And Taylor, you know, isn't some super accurate quarterback either. But I think that just, you know, how much more confident he is with his mechanics and his ability to bounce around in the pocket and still find a solid base. I think that Taylor is by quite a bit. He's more consistent with his accuracy. Just in general, everything about it, Taylor's comfortability with the offense. He's been here much longer. He's way more comfortable with the offensive playbook. Offensive installs are not huge for him because it's still in the realm of what he's been doing. You know, Carson, this is a new offense for him. It's like a, a largely new offense. He has to get used to the players. 
the offensive line, his receivers, you know, and and the offensive playbook. So I don't fully blame it on Carson. I don't think he was in the best spot to succeed. I think that now that Taylor's here, you know, you can all you can do is cut your losses and say, all right, you know, we messed up with Carson, not because he's a terrible quarterback, just because it really just wasn't the right move. You know, it could have been had, you know, he had a couple more years here. But the fact of it is, no matter what, this was his tryout. And, you know, with a guy like that, he needs to be in the perfect situation or, you know, it's just not going to work out. Was not in the perfect situation, and this is his last year, really. He's probably not going to get another chance past this, maybe as a backup, but I, I think that we just cut our losses, except that we messed up with Carson and pushed forward with Taylor. You know what it reminded me of? Uh, the Taylor Heineke situation kind of reminded me of Jeremy Lin. Remember how, like, when, when he was in uh, New York? Good for and, one like, week. You know, yeah, like the whole no, no, I'm that's not necessarily what I'm saying. I think if he would have stayed in New York, like you know, what I'm saying, like, and they would have kind of put a few more pieces or you know, just yeah. kind of catered to him a little bit more, then he would have been like, uh, like a New York legend, you know, what I'm saying. Mm-hmm. But then you move him to another team, disagree. He just, you know, he and I think if you like, I think Taylor Heineke with this team works very well, but you know, what yeah. I'm saying, like you, you move him to another team it, it may not be the same I, I completely disagree with that Quan. fuck's sake what was that about building around jeremy lynn no i'm saying they, they, you don't think jeremy was like that hell no i don't think jeremy was like that at all for fucking one week it was good enough for one week and then after that he was he was absolute he, he was a role player it's not true at all he was a bona fide role player he was good he was a good player for one week and then Melo was like shut your ass up and go go fucking get me a coffee and then jeremy lynn was like okay fuck it, i'll do whatever you say and he was like, okay, yeah, never mind. He played, he played with Kobe Bryant too, and and he's still Kobe. Kobe couldn't, couldn't get the best out of Jeremy Lin. Jeremy Lin was not a guy who, who who you could build your franchise around and say, hey, go go lead us to the playoffs, something like I'm that. I'm not saying build your franchise around. I'm saying like you said, add put a players more around him. What, what else? I, I, I said I'm, add a couple more pieces, like especially with him and with Melo there. Him also, and Melo would not have worked out. It, 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 they showed it there. Melo was like, trade him away. Because he knew it wasn't going to work out. I was only speaking on like a, you know what I'm saying, like a hypothetical. And then you you took it somewhere completely different. And you also shortchanged this man because uh, it says like 25 games, at least, uh, that, that Lynn Sanity was. He was good for one week. That's it. Okay. One week, two games. weeks. They put out a documentary about him for, for a, a good slate of, of, of games for one week. That's all he was good for. And after that, we never heard from him again. He went to the Rockets. He was a good role player the rest of his career. That's it. Build around Jeremy. I don't know. We, we can't That's have what I'm debate. saying. Okay, so. You, 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 so. Stop debating. That's what I don't understand. No, no, no. Okay, so so if if you move Taylor Heineke uh, to another team, what, what you think? You think that Taylor Heineke would be a superstar? No. That was exactly my point. Like, I, I think that with that team, Jeremy Lin could have done great things. But I'm would saying with himself? that team, he, he would not have done anything either. He was a fluke. I think he showed that he had the ability to be a good, genuine starter, if not more than that. I mean, that it is just a little stretch, and players have that. But I feel like in that stretch, he showed that he, he could have kept going, you know, if they had a better team around him and it wasn't the New York Knicks with Melo. Because, I mean, Melo's going ISO every play, you know, dropping like 50 at nights and stuff, and, and nobody else getting a real chance like that. But, I mean, I'm again, I I don't think franchise players are a thing, but I know that's not what you're saying, just like. Right. But, I mean, you could still have those guys that, like, he might not have stayed Linsanity to where he's dropping 30, 40, stuff like that, you know, but he still could have been a, a valuable piece that would be in the league for a couple of years and, and 
go from you know good starter to the later end of his career, maybe like a good bench player, six man, third option like guy, that. probably. Yeah. So I mean, that's... I, it, I don't know if this is a race issue or what Nico got. Let him do a race. Let him do his race. Jesus. Let him do his race. Jesus. Let's let him do his fucking race. What the fuck? Come on, come on. Don't be pulling the race card on me like that. Come on, we trying to fucking cancel me out on our own fucking show. That's something to do with him being Asian. No, I'm, I'm just. Not. I'm just. I, I, hey, listen. I, 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 just, anyway, I didn't mention Asian. I, Taylor Heineke, anyway. So let him do his ethnicity. Yeah. I, I don't hate Jeremy Lin. I, I was a big fan of him uh, when, when, when he was on the Rockets. I'm just saying, anything we presented, you just you just like chopped it down. Like every but I'm time, just I'm saying, like, you know, Jeremy Lin is he would be a great father. Fuck that guy. I don't care about him being a fucking good father. I don't give a fuck about him being a father. It's nothing to do with him fucking on the court. I don't give a shit. But to be in a city like New York and to just build around this unknown guy. And it's and to not know what's gonna happen, you know, you, you obviously you can't be taking that kind of a risk because those fans will fucking burn that damn stand to the ground. And so you you have to be you know a sure thing and to have and to, to just say okay well, we're, we're gonna build around this guy who, who had a good twenty five good slate of twenty five games. And I get that it makes no sense. And if I was the owner and you did that, I fucking fire you immediately. You mentioned taking a risk and it being a sure thing. There is no such thing as 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 that in New York. Like you, there has never been a exactly well, at least in our lifetime. So that's what I'm saying. So if like as many like big contracts as they've given and and all of that, like ain't nothing ever paying out you know what i'm saying they made it to the playoffs like two or three times so like the, the whole sure thing argument i i kind of think that fall on deaf ears because they ain't had that risk reward the risk for outweighed the, the reward in terms of hypothetically building around jeremy lynn for 25 good games but not good enough for me there's a little bit more sure thing when it comes to taylor because like i think a lot of taylor's like magic or what they're kind of behind him for is his personality you know like same type of situation because it is that huge burst. That game against Tom Brady is probably equivalent to, you know, that Linsanity those couple games, you know, just a huge burst of, wow, this guy could be something, you know. But then I think, you know, they're going forward. I think a lot of it came more about who Taylor was as a quarterback. Alone, I think it just is becoming more and more possible that guys like Taylor can be. I have a weird definition of a franchise quarterback i feel like if you got a guy that you can ride to the wheels that that you can go with like <laughs> just give over it bro just it, until it's happening i i don't until you can go with ride to the wheels fall off there you go yeah if yes. you wouldn't have, if right. you wouldn't have changed your mind man you look you, you, you got you in your head man yeah man yeah man you yeah, hey, it's, listen it's, listen it's, i know it's, you it's used to be a quarterback man you should know no second guessing yeah you're the quarterback it's because of the whole ass Relax. thing. He, he got Relax. Logan a little nervous. But I get what Logan is saying. You know, a guy where you, you, have, you have a quarterback come in and say, hey, get me at the beginning of the year and say, this is where I want this team to be at the end of the year. Can you get me there? And possibly even more. If, if that court, if he says yes and he does do it, I'm riding with this guy till, till I fucking die or, 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 until, exactly. it or until it stops I, working. I, I kind of think even before like Taylor Heineke, we had gotten to a place where franchises are kind of more prone to taking chances because like yeah. uh, Rosen, Josh Rosen, you know what I'm saying? Like, I, yeah, yeah exactly. they, they they for sure took a chance on that man. Um, even like I don't think Jared Goff is bad, but yeah. like I, I think that maybe he just didn't work anymore with with McVay's like system. And the system outgrew him. Yeah, they 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 peaked with uh, Matthew Stafford. The Lions did, so you know maybe taking his chance with with, with Goff. And I don't think I don't think they're like bad. You get him a couple more, you know what I'm saying? A couple more pieces. You focus. You put some focus in necessary places, and they they'll be all right. Talk about the Rams? The Lions. 
Oh, okay. Let's talk about the Rams. The Rams, the Rams fucking yeah. The Rams are horrendous. This is, on the, the Rams have this is some of the best that... they've looked. This is some of the best the Lions have looked in a while in terms of yeah. their energy. You know, it Just looks like they've change won. of yeah, man. It changed the scenery for for both quarterbacks, and man. And, and that's, that's what I mean is even like it, I'm not going to say they didn't have that energy with Matthew Stafford. Matthew Stafford is 100 a better quarterback than Jared Goff. We know that. Sure. You know, he's a he's a dog. He's he he had an amazing arm. He was a good player for that team. But I think that. He's a fluke. You know, they were they were willing to bet that you know they would, could get something different with Jared Goff. It was it was his time was over. Matthew Stafford's time was over. But you know they didn't get Jared Goff and then draft the rookie. You know they said maybe you know maybe this might work out. There's a reason he was picked as high as he was. He has something to give to us. But I mean that's what I mean. Like this year, dude, you see guys like PJ Walker getting a chance, like genuinely getting a chance and doing pretty good. You got Geno Smith. That's what I mean when when I say that. Taylor Heineke could be or could be a genuine like franchise type quarterback where the team builds around him, puts pieces around him and just kind of commits to him. You know, even though he's like 29 going on 30, it's like still you look at Geno Smith. What's the situation there? It would be foolish of them to not try and put some pieces around Geno and, you know, keep going until he can't do it anymore. So it's I think just when you see stuff like that going on and you see what Taylor's doing for the team. I mean, the turnaround they have had is probably the best in the NFL this season, in my opinion, to go from one and four to now seven and five and possibly, you know, pushing for playoffs. I don't see a reason to give up on them. And I think that that's the tide is turning in the NFL to where it does not matter what pick you were. If this guy's playing better, you know, he he will be our quarterback. You look at Zach Wilson too getting benched and Davis Mills getting benched. And I'm not going to say Mike White is a franchise quarterback, but he's looked better with the Jets than Zach Wilson has. You know, he's he's he puts points on the board and and I think that matters now. I'll say everybody probably like at one point they probably put all their chips on like a Tom Brady situation never happening again. And so they had to get like their quarterback in the like super duper early rounds and stuff like that instead of, you know, like worrying will, will he fall or will I have another opportunity at a different quarterback or whatever. But so they, they I feel like they overcorrected up to a certain point And then after like now it's kind of turning back to, you know, yeah. maybe, you know. Yeah, Maybe because I I, I I I could have sworn that uh, Taylor Heineke was in the USFL, right? Is that is that where he came from? Or it was, might have been the XFL. He was in the XFL, yeah. He was the third string quarterback in the XFL. Like like this guy yep. was not like PJ Walker. What was the? I think he might have been the XFL MVP that year. Mm -hmm. uh, he, he wasn't one of their prominent quarterbacks, and he came in and you know became the backup for the uh, for the Commanders. Uh, and this dude has been you know taking advantage of his opportunity. Do you think that the Commanders make the playoffs this year? If I'm being real, I know it sounds like just kind of fan base bias, but I 100% think that we will make the playoffs. And I think that it's possible there's four NFC's playoffs teams this year, you know? I think that just the direction we're going, it wouldn't make sense that, you know, we don't at least get there. It's where it's, it's you know, flip of a coin, we get in. I think that we genuinely could make the playoffs. I think that we will. NFC East is a, probably the best division in football, and it, it would not be crazy looking at where the teams are standing now to say that they all four make the playoffs. I don't see it for the Giants. I, I think that the Giants hit their, like, they, they hit their stride and they accomplished what they're going to accomplish already, I, I think. I, like, because, yeah, I, I feel like at one point I was I was thinking, okay, like the the Eagles, the Cowboys, and the Giants are doing like great. Like the, even if you know what I'm saying, had Washington not had this turnaround, like I still would have mm -hmm. thought that that was the best division. But then now, yeah. like they kind of just flipped 
You know what I'm saying? Which, I mean, and the Giants are still like a formidable foe. You know what I'm saying? I, I still think that they are. I think the the max out of that division is three. And I think, I, I don't see that happening for the Giants. That's reasonable. It could easily just be Giants and Commanders switch place now because of how close their records are getting. I do think they got a good team and it's not just a fluke team, you know, but it easily could be just that's all they were going to do. So I, I feel you either way, but I, I disagree. I don't think their team is good at all. The Giants? Why not? You know, Nico, I, for, you to, for you to hate them so much, you you have a lot of views like your a lot of your views align with Nick Wright. Oh my god! I'm sick and tired of fucking Quan <laughs> Meat Wright and Nick Wright every fucking week. I don't like that guy. I've, I've no, said it. Right. I've said it constantly. I said I don't I'm like just his telling y'all, telling you that y'all got shit in common. And Wright, for you to no, not, for you all, to be Wright, saying that you don't like his take and you about to spit his take right now. First of all, Nick Wright is, is a LeBron Meat Writer. First of all, so I'm not even gonna give him the time of day. Uh, he makes me sick. Uh, I don't like his takes. He's on Fox. He's on FS1, which I do not watch uh, because they're run by Republicans. Do you like Skip Bayless better than Nick? Yes. Skip Bayless makes me laugh. I, I think he's a great uh, he's a great entertainer. I, I, I agree with most of his takes. Uh, I do not agree with Nick Wright's takes. He put out a, a, a list of, I think, like the top 50 players of all time, and it was fucking horrendous. It wasn't the top 50 of all time. It was the top 50 of the last 50 years. Yeah, of course. His fucking number one fan over here is going to fucking defend him every fucking five seconds. That's fine. I watched it. I, I, I like Nick Wright. I watched it too, and I flagged it. I flagged it for fucking, <laughs> I flagged it and reported the video as well. If I'm being real, and I've talked about this before, on my on my page there's very few sports uh personalities you know on tv and stuff that i actually like enjoy watching because to me i don't know i i know you know you, you like nick wright and you know you i you might like skip bayless but to me I, I like the majority of them almost all of them i just can't watch them because i feel like they're very uneducated in the fields that they talk about i think it's because it's part of the, the job description you know they got to talk about all these different sports you can't be an expert on every sport, but I feel like there's a lot of guys that most of them are just not experts or even close on any of them. You could, I just, and I get that's the point, you know, put out takes and, and it's just entertaining for people to watch. You don't got to be an expert and stuff. And that sounds like picky, but I, I just can't watch certain guys, bro. Like no hate to Stephen A. Smith uh, as a person. I know he's very respected and stuff in the community, but I, I find him absolutely just I hate watching him. I hate listening to him talk. Everything he speaks about is so very blatantly, obviously, just for the take and for people to be like, oh, like, listen to what he said. And if it's not that, if he's not throwing out some wild, crazy take that is completely uneducated and has no base to it, if he's not doing that, he's just following the mainstream narrative of certain. It's like, that's what I mean. Like, he follows the narrative for certain players. And then for other players, it's like he throws out some crazy stuff. Like, I, I, I don't know. It's hard. I, I can watch players uh, like like Shannon Sharp is like he's a guy where I think he does that a little bit, too, because he's getting more comfortable in the business. And he realizes, you know, that's kind of what you got to do. You got to throw out some some stuff like that. And you can't base everything on, on crazy research and stuff like that. But I think when it comes to players, certain guys are kind of just a little bit more like educated. I, I don't know how to explain it. That, was, that sounded really geeky and like and like picky. But I, I don't know. I just can't watch certain guys. dude. Like Skip Bayless to me is annoying. I hate Skip Bayless. Same Nick Wright. I don't hate, but I hate him. With, I hate him with a passion. I see where it like some of these guys are super snobby and just like I just want to punch like, him in the face if I ever seen that guy in public. I like you love Nick Wright. Yeah, but Nick Wright shrine your house probably. Very close. His show, uh, first things first with him, uh, Chris Broussard and Kevin Wiles. I think that's the best like sports show on TV. Like as far as like 
the 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 balance between the three of them um is it, just like super duper dope uh even like because chris broussard as a insider i i couldn't stand him you know what i'm saying but chris now that broussard he's is fucking hilarious when he said my sources are telling yeah. me this but as a sports like personality which is what he is now on uh first things first i love him as far as like sports talents and shit like that for one Shannon Sharp is like, if I was to say that I had a hero in this space, Shannon Sharp is it because uh, like as a black man for one and for, for somebody to come from uh, football, even though he was, he was a Hall of Famer, you know what I'm saying, an all-time great, but for him to to do that and also like like do his homework on the other shit that he watches and and all of that like he's able to to actually have a conversation with Skip about anything like you know what I'm saying anything that's brought up and I, I I respect that infinitely like he he really does like work on his craft and him like his personality and all of that shit is is kind of a bonus for me Shannon is is like number one for me as far as like sports personalities Stephen A Smith I love Stephen A Smith also like it, it is some black shit you know what I'm saying I ain't, I ain't gonna lie like like because it, it ain't a lot of us in this like in this this space you know what i'm saying so i like when i look to to the people that look like me you know what i'm saying like i i there is a certain amount of respect a lot of the shit that he does like you know it is for the like the the clicks and the you know the views and shit like that so i kind of look past that and i just look at him like as a as a black man like he is kind of the star of espn you know what i'm saying and i mm -hmm. you know like and, and he kind of came came from nothing as far as like he was at espn he got fired by espn he came back to espn and became the star of ESPN, like that. That you know, what I'm saying. And again, as a black man, that's, that's that's some hard shit to do. So there's that. But like when you said, um, like people like not being educated, Colin Cowherd. I hate. Oh my god, Colin Cowherd. He's somebody that where I feel like he is like he has this show because he's an older white man that speaks about sports. You put anybody else in the, in this space, like anybody that looked like me in this space, and that show would have been canceled uh, years ago. You know what I'm saying? Him and Paul Feinbaum, I, I can't stand Paul Feinbaum either. I, I think that he he just, uh, uh, again, an older white man that just speaks about sports. I don't think he like really understands or like, I don't think he believes what he says when, when it comes to his takes and shit like that. So I feel you on that. For, for me, I want to see two guys, three guys sitting down screaming at each other about sports because that's what happens in real life. If, if you're at, you know, a family gathering or you're at, you know, you're sitting with some friends or shit like that at the lunch table, they're probably screaming at each other over about sports. You you, you know, you, you, you see your, your, you know, your four uncles in the corner of the barbecue or the cookout and they're screaming about, you know, how Jordan was giving somebody to work in 95. And then, and then, you know, you're sitting at a lunch table with your friends arguing about current sports and stuff like that. I want to see grown men scream at the top of their lungs at each other on being passionate about sports. With me, the screaming and shouting, I've never been a, a person to do that. And first off, pause on you just wanted to see two grown men screaming. I knew you, you were going to say Come on, Jesus man. This dude always does this, y'all. Come and, on with the pause. Okay, but yeah, I, I know that, like, when, I didn't say two I, grown men rally each other. I said I want to see two grown men fucking debate about sports. What the hell is it going on here? You said screaming and shouting at each other. You want to see two men scream? That's weird. That's what's weird. wrong with that? No, it's, weird. it's weird. It's, it's weird. weird. It's I'm weird telling you what's wrong with it. It's weird. Kwan is the one that's that's doing all, all the pauses. So it's, it's it must be him that must be thinking about that stuff. Jesus. Uh, that brings us to our to our sponsor, SeatGeek. 
Uh, for those that don't know what SeatGeek is, SeatGeek is an app that helps you buy and sell tickets in the most helpful way. On your phone, download the app, you sign in, it automatically shows you available events in your area. So whether it's a sports game, it's a concert, it's a comedy show, doesn't matter, they have it all. So the best thing about it is it will show you the best deals for you. Green being a good deal, yellow being an okay deal, and then red being a bad deal. It also will rate the deal from one through 10 to give you the best deal possible. SeatGeek also allows you to uh, sell your tickets as well. So if you buy a ticket and you end up not being able to go to the event, you, you can sell the ticket on the app. Promo code GQUAD for $20 off your first purchase. So thank you for SeatGeek for sponsoring us. We're gonna no, do we're, this we're, doing it, we're doing it today. Um, yeah, okay, all right. Oh, fuck. Oh my God. Apology. Nico. <laughs> Nico. I don't have a phone stand this week, fellas. I don't, I don't know what you want me to do. Is it good? Is it better? Oh, apologies on that, my boy. Oh fuck, I fell again. Oh fuck, I fell. Oh, apologies. Yeah. yeah. Are we? Are we? Do you, are you trying to do the? Want to do that right now? now? I'm down. Yeah. All right. Pick one random year from 2000 until now. 2014. Oh, all right. Let's do 2014 NFL and NBA draft classes. I have a sinus infection. I told Quan I'm not 100%, but I'm still showing up like Jordan in game six during the flu game. You're welcome. All whoa, right. whoa, whoa. Don't, don't say that shit with the flu game when your shit done failed like six times. Jordan, Jordan Cameron wasn't falling six times. Nor was he in the, in the fridge room. <laughs> Nor was he sneezing and shit like you doing. He was not in the fridge room. He, he wasn't. Listen, well, he had food poison. He had food See? poison. And nor was niggas banging on pipes and shit in his house. <laughs> <laughs> None of that shit was happening. I don't know what the I don't even fuck on, with man. Jordan like that, but but I'm not gonna let you do, do that man like that. Listen. Your flu Who the game fuck is doing that? That's fucking right. annoying. I stopped. You got the draft class pulled up, Paul? I do. I sure do. I have both of them pulled up. NFL first. All right. And with tradition, who was the first pick in that draft? Oh, that was uh, Davian Clowney, I think. Oh, wow, damn, was it really? Okay. Yeah, it was okay. So. Uh, number two, Greg Robinson, number three, Blake Bortles. Wow, four, okay. uh, Sammy Watkins, which Oof. is interesting. I didn't realize he was drafted that high. Bust, yeah. I mean, it's hard to say. It's on. Oh, he's a bust. It's, he's a bust. it's hard to he's say somebody is a bust. If they not like, if, if he's still in the league, I mean, he's still in the league, man. It's hard to say that these a, a bust. Bust in terms of his prospect uh, value. In terms of, like he was highly, highly yeah. worked and highly recruited out, coming out of college. Oh my! He, they, they said he was, was going to be one of the best receivers in the league, and then he just completed this fucking fell off a cliff. He wasn't bad when he first started, man. He was good, but injuries held him back. I think. Okay, number five, Khalil Mack. What, 2014 was Khalil Mack? Yeah. I, oh, I didn't realize that either. Uh, I thought it was like 2016. Number Raiders six. let him go for nothing. Yeah. yeah fucking dumbass. Bears. John Gruden. Right? What was that, John Gruden? Yeah, yeah. it was Gruden. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Dumbass. Uh, <laughs> Jake Matthews, number six. Mike Evans, number seven. Who the East fuck is and... Jake Matthews? I had no idea. He was a tackle. tackle. He's still there. He's a beast. <laughs> Logan just repeating what I just said. <laughs> oh, <didn't> man. <laughs> <laughs> Who the fuck is Jake Matthews? He got drafted by the Falcons. My game was 2014, <laughs> too. <laughs> God, damn. Bad. Number eight, Justin Gilbert. Interesting. Uh, number nine, Anthony Barr. Ten, Eric Ebron for the Lions. Taylor Lewin. For the Titans, number eleven, Odell Beckham Jr. Oh yeah, really? That's good. 
I could have sworn no, it was a it, lot later. Like, it don't that. matter how like how often you do this or how well you know the draft class. Just seeing their names like on yeah. this list, like in this year, it'll it'll still like it still got some kind of element right, of surprise. Let, let's let's pause there. Can we stop with the Odell Beckham sweepstakes? This guy is not Jerry Rice. We're over here sitting and acting like Odell Beckham is some game-changing receiver for these teams. Get the hell out of here. This guy, B-plus receiver at best at, at a point right now at, at in his career, this dude is not fucking Jerry Rice. He's not Randy Moss. Can we stop with this overhyping of this Odell sweepstakes and being like, oh, where's he going to go to next? I'm over this shit already. It's ridiculous. I think it's annoying that it's been taking this long. And I'm just going to say all I want to say is if he doesn't end up back in New York, that's going to be very upsetting to me. I'm a Washington fan, and all I want to see is Odell in New York. I think if he goes back to New York, I think that he could become a number one receiver. But Dallas, I think he'll be just like he was on the Rams, kind of like a second, third option guy. Thank you. Hey, a second, third option, but he went off in the playoffs. Y'all he did. Like, he's, yeah, I'm not yeah, saying he's a bad like he wasn't. I think he's still Odell. I think he's not as fast as he was, but exactly. I think he's still Odell. He's like he's still dangerous. If Odell yeah. is on the field, you still you you looking for him. You worried about him. And, and some if you're in some that way, like, good and you don't have a job in the league, there's obviously a reason. I'm he's just coming saying. off an injury. What you mean? He's been coming off an injury for uh, uh, two years now. Get over it. That's incorrect. It, you, the you Rams didn't go for right. a reason. They didn't. Just, I mean, he had a one year contract, a one year deal. What are you talking but about? But they're hyping up this dude and like he's fucking Jerry Rice, and they're like, "Oh my God!" Oh, like Nobody said he was Jerry Rice. He's Odell. He he can't change. But they're, the game. Acting, but they're acting like this guy is some game changing player. Like like if, if he goes on a team, they're automatically a championship team. I don't I don't think that's that's the case. He wants to go to a championship, like uh, a championship caliber team, and he will elevate. He he Odell will elevate so. whatever team he's on. You tripping? I don't think I so. think he'll definitely change the Giants game. I think having a guy like Odell back in New York, not only the energy that he would bring, dude, watching, I would tune into every Giants game if I knew Odell was playing. But I think that they don't really got a number one guy because of Kenny Galladay and how he's holding them back. Horrible contract. Oh, my God. I, no, I don't even want to talk about Kenny Galladay, bro. I, I, but having I think Odell, it, what is it, three, four years, 72 million? Yeah, 72. He, they give him a bit, way bigger contract than we gave Curtis Samuel. And he's only like a couple years behind what we gave Terry. But, Robbing them without a mask and a gun. Oh, my. Terribly. I, I don't <laughs> I don't think anybody expected it to be that bad. Dude. But Odell, dude, I think he would change the game for the Giants. I'd love to see him back in New York. I honestly the, think he would. Whatever team, like, he's not going to no losing team. So, I mean, yeah. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? So, I, I think if, if he's going to a team – where that like they in playoff contention right now, or they're like they're a, a number one seed, you know what I'm saying, like projected or whatever. Like he, Odell will help a team, like it, whatever team he goes to, Odell is helping him. And I, I, I can't believe you sitting here like acting like he just. I, and nobody said he was Jerry Rice or no shit like that. But they're hyping up this guy and being like, Odell, come to our team, come to this, and and then fucking media outlets are being like, oh my god, where is Odell gonna go next? Is it Dallas? Is it New York? Is it back to the Rams? Oh my God! And, and I'm like, this guy is not gonna propel them and to make them a team. He'll help. He will help a team probably, but he's not the same player that he used to be, and he's not a guy that's gonna propel them to be a championship team or put a team over the hump. I don't. I don't think that that's him anymore. 
think the way the media is like blue balling people and like been dragging this out for like a while, like since he became a free agent, they have been talking about where's Odell going. I fe- I think I, I, the way that they're acting, like, like I, I see what you're saying, like it is this huge thing in the NFL, but it's also because we don't really got, I feel like there's not any really other players in free agency or that are possibly going to be moved around. And he's Odell and everybody wants to see Odell. In New York. I, I don't know. And I get why. He's a big name. That's why he brings attention, and that's why they're hyping this up so much. I just seen a video right now that before the show even started, they just reported that Odell was kicked off a flight for not putting his seatbelt on, and he was going in and out of consciousness and was kicked off the plane and forced everyone to go off of the plane because he would not put his seatbelt on. Go sign that, man. Go, go ahead, Dallas. Go ahead, Dallas. Go ahead, New York. Sign that, man. He's a locker room cancer. A yeah. locker room cancer? I don't what think is, it's that bad. I mean, just won the Super Bowl. Put your seatbelt on. Shut the fuck up. But if if he's zoot, if he's like zooted on the plane, that's different. But like going dang. in and out of consciousness, the plane cannot take off until you put the seatbelt on. You're a grown ass man. How hard is it? You fucking idiot. Okay, first off, it was gonna be a story anyway because he was coming off that uh, an ACL injury. So regardless, like you know, what I'm saying we would have heard like this shit would have happened unless he doesn't get injured in the Super Bowl, in which he would have won the, the Super Bowl MVP. If he doesn't get hurt in the Super Bowl and then he becomes a free agent, then it wouldn't have been that much of a story because he would have been signed exactly. by now. But the fact that he, you know what I'm saying, he had to rehab and all of that shit, it was going to be a story anyway. Because, I mean, people, Odell would make a team better. It, it's just, I, I just don't understand how you, like. I agree that he'll help a team, but the fact that, that they're saying that Odell is this, player that's going to automatically like the cowboys they got cd lamb they're saying oh yeah oh my god they add odell they are the number one championship contender and shit like that i don't agree with that why not oh he's not a top player anymore he will alleviate some of the pressure and attention off of cd lamb but i do not think that he will propel them and to be a champion listen for right now i, I think that at the, that the giants are, are already in the mix to be a super bowl contender but I don't think that Odell is fucking will, will, will propel them any more or any less. Maybe a little bit. We can move on. I always Here we go with that shit again. All right, let's move on. Yeah, no, I, I mean, I've been arguing the whole time. What you mean? I mean Here I we mean, go. Next pick. Who, who the fuck is the next pick? I'm waiting for Logan, goddammit. Uh, number 13, Aaron Donald. Number 14, Kyle Fuller. I'm sure you know that, Nico. R.I.P. Uh, to him. Had a great career with the Bears, but he is fucking absolute trash now. Number 15, Ryan Shazier. Oh, that's old, old dude that had that, uh, that, 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 that injury, right? That bad injury. Yeah, paralyzed. Zach Martin, number 16. That's a, Yeah, that's a great pick. CJ Mosley, number 17. He's dominating this year. I, I'm happy to see him get back at it. Oh, wow. It, it's a shocking one to me that that's coming up. I, like I said, this was a time where I, I wasn't like, you know what I'm yeah. saying? I wasn't actively watching because of the oh, yeah, cap, yeah. Kaepernick shit. Casual fan. I've been a fan since since you was in your daddy's nuts. <laughs> okay. Oh, my God. <laughs> uh, 17, CJ Mosley. Uh, 18, Calvin Pryor. 19, Jawan James. 20, Brandon Cooks. Brandon really? Cooks. He's balled out basically everywhere he's Dude, been. I remember him and Robert Woods on the Rams. Oh, my God. I used to fucking scream at them because I, I, I either had Woods or Cooks on my team. And so I think one year I had Woods, and I was like, okay, let's go, and I hated Cooks. And then the next year I drafted Cooks, and, I was like, and then I hated Woods. It, it was used to be an absolute clusterfuck for me drafting those guys, but they were beasts Absolutely. on that team. I might have been watching. I probably just didn't pay no attention to the draft because uh, I think Cap was after this, was a couple years after this. Ha-ha, I think Clinton it was 2016, Dix. no? 2016, yeah, 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 I believe yeah, it was 2016. Yeah, a couple more years. 
Um, the Packers drafted Ha Ha Clinton Dix. Um, twenty two. Uh, Johnny Manziel. Oh, that's big. Oh, I, I forgot that's, about that. I want to stop for a minute. That's good. That, I love that. I talked about this a little bit last time. I was on that camera. Hey, don't Jelly. don't let don't let this motherfucker tell you anything about your camera for the next. I six was weeks. saying it. I was saying it. He, he was getting ready to throw out a hot take. That's why I said that. I didn't mean it in a mean way. You freaking. I say you did. Hall of Fame instigator. Jesus. Johnny Manziel. I think the Browns like massively mishandled his situation. That I think he could have been a genuinely. Oh my God, Nico. <laughs> Okay, I'm, I'm I'm about to buy me a flight to LA, bro. I'm, I got it. We got to fight. We got to fight, Nico. I, 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 I moved the computer, and that was my fault. I, I think he could have been a genuinely good good starting quarterback, and I think the Browns had pieces in place to go pretty far as him at quarterback. I think that the Browns mishandled the fact that he was battling drug addiction, which when you're at your work, it's not their job to, to you know, take care of you and cater to you when you're making the wrong choices. But I think that people kind of overlook the fact that he was genuinely, you know, dealing with a really hard addiction and that he tried in his second year, he tried, and this is true, he went to rehab to start the year, but um, his quarterback coach was encouraging him to leave rehab for the start of the season, to come back and come back to the team. And I think that that's a big step in uh, him falling back into his relapse. And then after that happened, you know, things started falling down. He obviously had domestic issues. So I'm not going to, I'm not trying to sound like someone who's like, oh, like, you know, poor little rich white dude who literally got everything handed to him and stuff. I'm just saying that I think they could have handled it a little bit better considering they spent that type of pick on their quarterbacks. And they are the Browns and they're notorious for doing that to guys. They did the same thing to Deshaun Kaiser, not in the same brand because he wasn't addicted to drugs, just like the way they mishandled and mistreated um, their players and stuff. I think that Johnny could have been a good quarterback because of the tools he had. No reason that Johnny Manziel shouldn't still be in the league. Whoa, that's not true. No reason. Like all, as far as like you can't uh, help like somebody that does not want to be helped, and Johnny Manziel does not want to be helped. Okay, that's fine, but I mean him as a quarterback. I'm not talking about him as a he had skill or, or whatever. His second year was and I hated easy. Johnny Manziel because of that too. year because of what he did to Alabama. But he was cool though. I, I did think he was cool. I didn't think he was cool. Fuck him. He's a cool guy, to be honest. Uh, if you yourself are dealing with uh, substance abuse, uh, we have we have the hotline in, in the description below. But like I said, if anyone here expects that Johnny Manziel to get help from the Browns, it's like asking a drug addict to help you with your drug addiction. It's not going to help you at all. The that Browns was a terrible was, example to use. The given Browns this were so dysfunctional, and like 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 I said a couple weeks ago, when you're a coach and you draft a quarterback. That quarterback is a reflection of you, whether you like it or not. So if that quarterback fails, you fail. Who was their coach? I know they had Shy uh, Kyle Shanahan on as their coordinator. I'm, I don't remember who their head coach was. I forgot who, who their head coach was. They've well, had way too many. They've had yeah. Way they too many. they switched a lot during his last name was Brown. Though. I, I, I remember his last name was Brown. Bald guy. Look it up. Yeah, are you thinking? I know Hugh Jackson was a couple years after that, but I don't. Yeah, Hugh, oh, I, I think it might have been Hugh Jackson actually. Hugh Jackson was there. I don't know if he was there at that time. It was Hugh time. Jackson. But I'm if we're saying, talking about his second year. Uh, oh, it might have been. The year that he got drafted was Mike Patine. Greg? Oh, what? yeah, he got sacked. No, yeah, he Mike Patine, you're right. Yeah, Mike Patine. When you come in with the, with the quarterback, whether you draft him or a second year, it doesn't matter. 
That guy's a reflection of you. And if he fails, you fail. So they had to throw him out there into the fire and say, hey, Johnny, we know you're in rehab right now. But if you don't fucking get out here right now and win us games, we're going to lose our jobs. So e either you win and we, and we keep our jobs or you go to rehab and we lose and we lose our jobs. So it's not like, you know, the Browns want him to go get help and go get this rehab shit. They want him yeah. to get out there and go try to, you know, win games for them. And once again, they were dysfunctional. Donnie Manziel was dysfunctional. He's a rich kid who knew that he that he didn't have, you know, you know, if he made a wrong decision, he had something to fall back on in terms of family money with the oil money. And uh, you know, he he's he's doing pretty well now in the uh in, in the Fagador Football League. So yeah, he looks him. good. They had pieces in place. They had a really good young team, lots of good offensive linemen, Alex Mack, uh Joe Thomas in his prime, all these really good players, right? They messed it up, and Johnny was a big part of that. I think Trent Richardson would have been a good, huge piece in the development of Johnny Manziel, especially with Kyle Shanahan. Number 23, Kansas City Chiefs, D4, uh, Cincinnati Bengals, number 24, Dark, I don't know if it's Darquise or Darquise, uh, Dennard, Denard, maybe. Uh, never heard of him. Uh, number 25, Jason Verrett. Oh, that's San Diego Chargers. Oh, Jesus. Uh, Marcus Smith to the Philadelphia Eagles, number 26. 27, Deion Buchanan, Arizona Cardinals. Remember him, yes. 28, Kelvin Benjamin. Ooh. He, he could have been good, too. Him on yeah, the Panthers, man. that was a good combo. Dominique Easley, number 29, New England Patriots. Jimmy Ward, 49ers, number 30. Jimmy Ward was that long ago? Wow. Denver Broncos, Bradley Roby, number 31. Oh. And... Who is number 32? Oh, uh, it's a quarterback, Teddy Bridgewater. Damn. You, you own it. You own it. You own it. Houston Texans, Xavier. Um, I don't know how to say this shit. Uh, from UCLA, Zusua Filo. We're in the second round, by the way. Uh, oh, my God. I'm going that far? Number 34, uh, Dallas Cowboys. I thought one of y'all was going to fill it in. Uh, Demarcus close? Lawrence. Um, really? Uh, yeah. Uh, number thirty-five, Joel. Virginia. Number thirty-six. What team? Yeah, what team? I feel like they'll give it away. Oakland Raiders. Derek Carr. They're, oh yeah, yeah. Duh, bro. Ain't nobody else really worth talking about. Jordan Matthews was number forty-two. Devontae Adams number fifty-three. Ooh, wow, he was yeah. twenty-fourteen as well. Who would have thought? That son of a bitch. <laughs> Jesus, <laughs> Zach Mettenberger, number one seventy-eight. Oh my god, right I hated that motherfucker. Put that on a jersey, Jesus. I thought he was ass. Mettenberger, my god, he got railed by JJ Watt. Oh year. my, <laughs> <laughs> oh my lord, he got destroyed. Number one overall pick, twenty fourteen. Oh wow, wow. Don't look it up, Logan. Not, I'll give you I'm a hint. I'll give you a hint on your iPad. I'll give you a hint. Uh, draft day. Oh wow! What college is it? Mm, I'm not. College will give it day. away. College will give it away. Yeah. Yeah. Was it Anthony Day? No. 2014. Oh wow! 2014. How the fuck do I never remember? Was this? it? I feel like it was a bust, or it was like no, not a bust. Kyrie Irving. Man, you, you, I think Kyrie Irving was 2012. Mm, I think. I don't think so. I think Kyrie was 20. 11? Kyrie me. was 2011, I believe. Call the police on me, fuck. I want to say a guy like like Andrew Wiggins or something, but I feel like that's way later. 
Hey, was Wiggins, it? Yeah. yeah. Draft day. Hey, Wiggins. Fuck that other side, bitch. We I remember winning. this. Andrew Wiggins traded away. Oh, the superstar on the team. Traded away from LeBron. And that's why I, I knew I saw your face when, when I said I give you a hint draft day and you looked at me like I was stupid. Logan, I, I, but I yeah, ain't stupid. I draft day, I was like, I'm up here with it. I had no idea what, what, what the fuck Kwame my draft day is. What the fuck are you talking about? Uh, Andrew Wiggins two. traded away for LeBron's greediness. I remember that. And a ring. <laughs> number two was Jabari Parker. Number Ooh. three, Joel Embiid. Uh, number four. The start of the process. Jesus. That wasn't the start. What would it be? Who would be the start? That was the start. You Get might the fuck right. out here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're right. Yeah, it was right. Joel, then Ben Simmons, and I think. Nerlens Noel, please. I mean, he was pretty good, but I, but I'm saying that, that was the start of the process, right? That was when that was when they they started the the trust the process shit. Not on that. I don't think so. I don't know what year Nerlens was, but I mean you're probably right. Nerlens sucked. He was goaded his first couple years. He was a pretty, high, he he was a pretty high draft pick too, man. Hold on. Hold on. I did not like Nerlens. It sounds like it. You don't like anybody. Uh, I don't like much. Was Jaleel more, more evident, evident. Jaleel Okafor? Yeah, yeah, y'all tripping on the process started with. He was a major bust too. I, I had high hopes for him. I, I was so sad about him to be honest. He, was, I love Duke. That's why I was hoping he would play well. But fuck, that's an absolute major bust. That's a okay. Number four, Aaron Gordon. Ooh, number five, ooh. Dante Exum. Oh, who's number six? Bust. What team? I, I want to give it away. Kind of, I think so. Celtics. Yep. Marcus Smart. Yeah. Oh, number seven, the Lakers. Oh, oh, Jordan wow. Clarkson. I don't know. Oh, wait, D'Angelo. No, that was Wesley Johnson. <laughs> okay, one more guess. Hold on, hold on. I think I got this. No, I don't. Okay, I can't be him. 2014. Who was the rookie that year? Kobe was still playing. I remember that. Fuck. And they have picked seven that year. Mm -hmm. This is a struggle. Why is it blanking right now? I don't know who the hell it was. Go ahead, Quan. Let's fucking say it. Julius Randle. Oh my God! Oh, right. how did I forget about him? Uh, number eight, Nick Stauskas. Nick Stauskas. Number nine, Noah Vonley. Ooh, number ten, Alfred Payton. Ouch. Yeah. And Nick Stauskas dropped like fucking sixty-five points in a G League. And like, then just yeah, two years ago, I believe. What a beast. Number eleven, Doug McDermott. Oh, out of number twelve, uh, Dario Saric. Oh, decent player. Number thirteen. I will give you a hint. Bunnies. Zach Levine. Yeah. Who? <laughs> Zach Levine. Zach Levine. Oh. Number fourteen. T.J. Warren. Oh. Uh, the bubble god. One game. Bubble god. Number fifteen. Adrian Payne. Number sixteen. Joseph Nurkic. Adrian Payne from the Timberwolves. Absolute ass. Uh, number seventeen. James Young. Number eighteen. Tyler Ennis. Number nineteen. Gary Harris. Number twenty. Bruno. Cabal Caboglio? Uh number 21, Mitch McGarry. Number 22, Jordan Adams. Number 23, the Utah Jazz. Gordon yeah, Hayward? 23. You think he really went that low? Rudy? I don't know. Rodney Hood. Oh. Oh yeah. <laughs> Ooh, number 24. I will give you the college. Um, UConn. Oh, Kim? No. Woo, Kim, no. No. I figured you was gonna go there though. Uh, Shabazz Napier. Mm. Oh. Number 25 is from Switzerland. Center. I didn't know he was from Switzerland. I ain't gonna trip. Uh Clint Capella. Oof. 26, PJ Harrison. Uh 27, Bogdan Bogdanovich. Um, I think that's a stupid name. I don't care where you're from. Uh number 28, CJ Wilcox. That's like Justin. Justin James. Fucking idiot. Oh my god. Josh Hustis, I guess. Number 29. Kyle Anderson, number 30. The Spurs. Damian Inglis, uh, number 31. 
Never heard of him. Um, it's not really that interesting moving forward. Uh, number 33, Joe Harris. Mm, number 38, Detroit Pistons. Uh, and since y'all not going to guess it, he went to Colorado. Spencer Dinwiddie. Oh. oh. Number 39, he went to Syracuse. I remember him very vividly. Got drafted by the Sixers. Jeremy Grant. Glenn Robinson III, number 40. Ooh. Number 41. I think he is the is he the lowest drafted MVP ever? Oh Jokic. shit. Yep. Wow. Number 45, Dwight Powell. Number 46, Jordan Clarkson. They gotta trade him already. Yeah, right. Interesting. That was the start of um that whole young squad with D Load, Jordan. A betrayal of Kobe Bryant is what it was. Lonzo Ball. Put a winning team around him for fuck's sake. That's, that was fucking that was ridiculous. Yeah, they 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 held him back. All those injuries, you can't, you can only do so much. And he, that big ass contract he had. <laughs> oh, yeah. yeah, that didn't help him. It's, it's yeah. not, it's not, it, it was very smaller compared to the ones that LeBron has now. Please get over yourself. <laughs> but LeBron, like, and it was deserved, first of all, it was deserved. Okay. All right. All but right, fella. Kindergartners around him was disgraceful on the part of Jeannie Buss. I should have slapped her if I saw her IRL. But I love her now, though. Give me an internship there. I'll, I'll, fix, I'll fix your franchise right now. No, you wouldn't. No, you wouldn't. No way in hell. You you and LeBron what? being in the same – no. Fuck no. Oh, oh my no. God. He would trade LeBron. Oh, no. That's what happened. I absolutely would trade LeBron. What would you get? What would you get for LeBron, do you think? Uh, probably some draft picks or at least, uh, at least some fucking players. Fuck's sake. You guys see Westbrook last what night? The, uh, obviously, draft picks or players. That was a dumb thing to say. It could be draft picks only or players only. I'm trying to emphasize I wanted both or, or one or the other. All right, man. Douche. What were you saying? Well, damn. Brian had 39 last night, by the way. Did they win? Absolutely. That's was four for twelve. Oh my god! Well, he, he got fucking beat the fuck up last night. He, he uh, some guy hit him in the fucking face. I was what was that? Happened. Uh, what was his name? Clarkson. Something hey, that started with a C, I believe. I love those Lakers jerseys. Those are fire as hell. I I hate, they were nice. I, I like. Hate those. You hate mm -hmm. them? Yeah, because I I don't understand where they come from. Like where their color scheme come from? I think it's just basically the same as the um not the Crenshaw ones, but those the icy blue ones that they had yeah, before. Yeah, yeah. But that, that is, came I, from the like the the early days, right? The, it's cool as hell, though. The the black and the purple. I think that's so cool. And yeah. it ain't it ain't no. I like I said, I am colorblind. It ain't no red in that jersey. Very much. Hell no. Ain't no red. Okay, maybe maybe that's why I hated it. Um, I forgot I about that. Shaft. I yeah, forgot yeah, I thought, colorblind. <laughs> I, th I thought it should have red in it. And that's why I was confused. I'm oh, like, what? Yeah. Lakers won last night. Lakers are on uh, a hell of a run at the moment. They've only won like six games, so it doesn't really matter. They're seven and eleven. Oof, Jesus. It brings us to our second sponsor of the week, BetUS. Now, BetUS is the best legal online sports book. They allow you to bet on it all: NFL, NBA, NHL, soccer, golf. MMA, horse racing, and NASCAR, both men and women's ba college basketball, college football, and even the Canadian Football League. They have their own sports book. They have their own race book. And even if you don't want to bet on sports and you just want to gamble with your money, they also have an online casino. Now, they also have the fastest payouts and get you your money in less than three to five days. They have a fast and, and easy deposit and withdrawal process, 24-7 personalized services, live wagering on all major games, and to top it off, if you use promo code THEGQUAD, you can get 125% off on a sign-up bonus when, when you click on the link in the description and sign up today at BetUS. So Logan, are you much of a movie guy? Yes, I love movies. How do you feel about Casablanca? 
You ever seen it? Mm-mm. Disgraceful. Move on. My man. My man. All okay, right. Okay. Well, uh, f- for those that, that may be confused, last week we did top 100 movies from what was it? AFI? Yeah. Disgraceful list. This one is going to be IMDb's list. Quan, do you have it? Yes. Let's roll. Number one. I believe, I mean, I don't know if you remember from last week, Nico. I forgot. So I couldn't remember what, what I did. Shawshank Redemption. Mm. Really? Yeah. Wait, number what, one? Was, you that, said? Was, was, number was one. that one on AFI's list or no? It was low. It was like in the 70s. Or Fucking 80s disgraceful. Or Fucking disgraceful. They had Rocky at like 85. Fucking disgraceful. Um, and Goodfellas at 93. Ugh. Yeah. The Godfather number two, which those two should be flipped at least. Yeah, I don't know about yeah. Shawshank over The Godfather. That's, I don't know about anything over The Godfather. The Dark Knight number three, two Ooh. of my top five movies in the top five. I agree. I agree with that. Uh, number four, The Godfather two, part two. Okay, respect it. Respect it. Twelve Angry Men number five. Here we go with this old Never shit. That, that, what that year was irrelevant? Nineteen fifty seven. Never heard of it. Schindler's List. I remember you saying that you got yeah. emotional and was crying over Love that. Love Schindler's List. Yeah. Great movie. Um, Return of the King number seven. Lord of the Rings. Hate those movies. Number eight, Pulp Fiction. Mm-hmm. That's pretty good. Number yeah. nine, The Fellowship of the Ring, the first Lord of the Rings. <laughs> the Good, the Bad, and the Ugly, number 10, 1966. Forrest Gump, uh, number 11. Uh, Fight Club, number 12. Logan's is- face. Ooh, Fight Club. Okay. Fight Club, that's a good, that's a good spot. Logan's right. face. Number 12. Said, good, bad, and ugly. You think it should be lower or higher? Lower, bro. What? Number Fight 12? Club is a masterpiece. The number the number 12 movie of all time? Where is Casablanca? Got... It's not even the top 10. That's fucking disgraceful. No, Casablanca got... might not even be on his list, hopefully. Who the fuck made that? You're like the good, the bad, and the ugly and, and being up there and, and Fight Club. If, if if that's up there, Fight Club should be 100%. I think Fight Club should possibly be top 10. Clint Eastwood, what amazing. a legend. Love that guy so much. Okay. I hate... uh, number, number 13. You hate Clint Eastwood movies? Oh, wow. No, I hate him. He's a, I don't like him. He's a bad person, I think. Oh, okay. I, I, not, I, no, not a bad person, but I, he just seems like an asshole. He could be, and yes. Every- I, I agree. He is a Republican. <laughs> you know, uh, outside of, like, NFL quarterbacks, Logan don't really fuck with nobody either. But I don't blame you, him. Hey, you put Clint Eastwood on the on the NFL roster and let him be a quarterback. Yeah, Logan, dude, he's got so much potential. I think we should hear him out, man. You know what I'm saying? I'm 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 to Clint Eastwood. Clint Eastwood was on the Commanders. Logan would be his number one fan. Right. Uh, <laughs> number thirteen, Lord of the Rings. The two towers. So all three Lord of the Rings hey, movies made the, made the top thirteen. I think they're getting kind of pushed up a little bit too. Yeah, hard. what is this? That. Are you fucking serious? Over uh, Casablanca? Uh, Ridiculous. You, if you just, I mean, sit down with a no with an objective I, mind and watch. I told those you movies. to watch they're good movies, and you refused. Yeah, they're good it, movies, but I feel like they're not good. Like I just don't get what they're going by. They're not like crazy masterpiece films. You know what I'm saying? Like not crazy Oscar worthy. As far as book adaptations, man, they, I mean, they they up there. They up there. Yeah. But I mean, even then, I don't think they're the best book to movie adaptation. I don't think they're the best, but I mean, they they up there for sure. They're good movies, but um, yeah, and and Nico, like I said, I I would have to like you couldn't pay me to watch Casablanca, dude. I told mm. you to watch. Now you're telling me, oh yeah, go sit down and watch Lord of the Rings. All fucking eighty five. But you've Damn. seen that before. You've seen that before. Yeah, I've seen all of them before though. Yeah. So, I mean, like you said, when you was a kid, you know what I'm saying? I never watched Casablanca, never had no interest in watching Casablanca. I, I didn't have any interest in watching Lord of the Rings, but I still race, watched it. Racism Eating was a big tortellini. thing. Inception number 14. Wow. Wow. I love that movie, but it wasn't on AFI's list either. What? Yeah. I, I'm going to be honest. I don't think any <laughs> of reaction. Like, I agree with that, yes. I think, like, 
only two, maybe maybe two of these movies so far was on the AFI list, or two wow. or three. Uh, Inception number fourteen, number fifteen, The Empire Strikes Back, which is above yeah. uh, Star Wars. Wow. Well, hold um, on, Quad was Dark Knight on AFI? No, I don't believe so. Disgraceful. Empire Strikes Back should be above the second or the first Lord of the Rings movie. I agree. I like WTA. Empire Strikes Back is still somehow underrated. Yeah, um, for I mean, for real. Like that doesn't make any sense. Number sixteen, The Matrix, which I think is an overblown, overhyped. Yeah, uh, I, don't, like I, don't, I don't. I don't get it. I don't I get it. Like uh, it. Number seventeen, Goodfellas. Thank you. Wow. Yeah, that's a low. Yeah. Number eighteen, One Flew Over the Cuckoo's Nest. Here we go. That's Number, pretty good. Uh, but... Yeah, Jack Nicholson, very underrated horror movie right there. Yeah. Number nineteen seven Ooh. was an inspiration. Was an inspiration for uh, uh, the Batman for how the Riddler. Yeah, was. the Riddler. Yeah. Is that with uh, Brad Pitt and Morgan Freeman? Yeah, yeah. That's, okay, it's yeah. a good movie. The Box. I started to watch. I think it's on Netflix. Actually, I started yeah. to watch. About I haven't that. finished it. Uh, Morgan Freeman's role was going to go to Denzel Washington, but he but he turned it down. Ooh. I will. Uh, number twenty seven samurai. Well, like Kwan, do you hate Denzel? No, I just oh. you know oh. don't don't skip out on opportunities. You know, oh, all right, fair enough. I agree you with have that. Have to fucking know. Uh, seven samurai number twenty. It's a wonderful life. Right. Uh, number twenty one. Beautiful like, film, one of my 46. favorites of all time. Makes what me cry the fuck ever? Blah 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 blah. Number twenty two, <laughs> Silence of the Lambs. Ooh, that's yeah, dick. Number twenty three, <laughs> City of God. <laughs> City of God. You asked for this, Nico. Don't forget. I've I, never I'm, seen I'm, City of God. You have I'm letting loose now. It's yeah. pretty good. One of my one of my homies liked that movie a lot. Uh, Saving Private Ryan, number twenty four. Wasn't on AFI's list either. Uh, Life is Beautiful, number twenty five. Some of these are real high, and they don't. Yeah, they're not. I agree with Logan. Interstellar, number twenty six. Ooh, I feel like Interstellar should be above it. a lot of these. What? I've bro, never you need seen to sit it, down tonight and watch it. It's so good, bro. Quad. Who were that? I wish I could watch it for the first time again. It's uh, Quan is always either I don't like it, I'm not gonna watch it. I'm moving <laughs> when I get my house, I'm gonna fucking watch it. He has fucking no, 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 none of those are true. Uh, my what I told you last my week, cats my cats are list. crying or my cats are annoying. I only have one cat, first off. Uh, I told you that there has to be female nipples. Oh, that's right, drugs. <laughs> <I love it. laughs> death okay. and what else did i say fuck i can't remember my fourth one actually but i mean no it, it it wasn't that though dang so your top 10 is going to be specific if you're looking for movies with female nipples right because i feel like that, <laughs> that cuts things out by a lot that like slashes the list in half. exactly does it count if it's like through shirt or like that kind of thing like that, about that's that? fair that's fair all right that's fair. I was um, telling Quan if if you're if you're trying to watch a movie that's you know from the forties, fifties, or even the thirties, like that that was banned. Like you couldn't show that stuff. So obviously that's exactly that's the list. No, he that's God's timing. That's God's timing. Read I was born the year I was born for a reason. Read the list, uh, buddy. Number twenty seven, the Green Mile, which it, ain't that based off. Is that based off Stephen King, or is that a Stephen King book or something like that? No. Do somebody have like superpowers or some shit in that? Yeah, movie? the main character is this big black dude that um he like can see the future and stuff. He's like an angel or something like that. Yeah, I'm I'm good. Next. Um, oh, okay. Number twenty eight, A New Hope. Um, oh, okay. Twenty nine, Terminator Two. Interesting. Okay. Number thirty, Back to the Future. I ain't back Number thirty one. Spirited Away. What the fuck that is? Number 32, yeah. Psycho. This this was on the uh, AFI list. The Pianist, number 33. Ooh, ah, Adrian yes. Brody. Yeah, that's a good movie. 
Parasite number 34. Ooh, okay. Parasite for, for such a recent movie. Leon the Professional. Ooh, that's 35. That was Natalie Portman's first. The oh, Lion King. Natalie Portman. Oh. Number 36. Lion King? Lion King? Yes. It's a it's good a movie, but I mean, it's a black child. It's, it's, a, it's a black, it's a black American classic. Oh, 37, Gladiator. Jesus, that's what I meant. Gladiator. Number 38, American History X. Number that's 39, The Departed. Interesting. Oh, The Departed wow, is one of my favorite that one is all time. really lowly rated, man. That's I love way that too low, yeah. I love The Departed. I mean, yeah, I mean, like, I, I feel y'all, but, and I feel this way about a lot of these movies as well, but still, at the same time, like, there are at least a million movies out. Like, Hold on. you know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. So, I mean, the Departed genuinely had me gasp. I was it, that movie is just so good, man. Yeah, if, if you haven't watched the Departed, the Departed, you gotta watch that shit. There are so elevator many, scene, bro. Oh my gosh, Ooh. dude! There are so many things where you're just like, <gasps> like you, like you it's don't even so, see a fucking coming. Yeah, it's stressful, it, bro. It's so what, bro? Seen it what are you on, man. About? Top yeah. of your list, man. Top of your list. I'm being yeah, that should be so first serious. one. The cast, the cast is star-studded. Like there is not one bad actor in that movie. It's it's tremendous. It's amazing. There's titties, but there's there's no nipples. But it's 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 close. You be, yeah. be so Interstellar or or The Departed? Which one? Departed well, first. Departed. The Departed first. One hundred percent. Now watch the next shit. I say he's gonna be like, okay, okay, that first, and then The Departed. <laughs> oh, no, 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 no. Number forty, The Usual Suspects. Oh yeah, no. <laughs> <laughs> number forty-one, The Prestige. Number 42, Whiplash. Number Ooh, 40, Whiplash. Number 43 is blank for some reason. What? Number, oh. No, it's Casablanca. Oh uh, number 44. 43? <laughs> <laughs> Are you serious? Under the Lion King? I yeah. can't believe this. They mean what they said. It's the best <laughs> list of all time now. Oh. Uh, Harakiri. Harakiri. Kiri. Number 44. Under fucking Whiplash? Are you fucking kidding me? This is bullshit. Who made this list? The Untouchables, number 2011, which I've never heard of. Never heard Intouchables, of Untouchables, what? I've, Intouchables, I've heard of the Untouchables, but not Intouchables. Right, that's weird. Grave of the Fly Fireflies, number 46. Modern Times, number 47. 1936, by the way. Once Upon a Time in the West, number 48. Rear Window, Cinema Paracito, Paradiso, Paradiso. The fuck are these? What? Never heard of it. Number 51, Alien. Ooh, that's kind of low, I feel like. Just a I feel little like that too, bit. Yeah. That kind of uh, sits there with the Star Wars and Lord of the Rings, just a little bit blow up. Interesting. I think like sci-fi from that time is just gonna yeah. always be kind of underrated. Yeah. Just, just cause like they weren't ready for that shit. Yeah. Mm -hmm. uh, number fifty-two, City Lights, Apocalypse Now, number fifty-three. That is way too low. Memento, number fifty-four. Way Indiana too Jones, low. uh Raiders of the Lost Ark. Ooh, number, uh, Raiders Lost Ark should be higher too. That's good. Wow. Number fifty six, Django. Ooh, Jing. Okay, that should be higher. I think that sits there. That that should be higher. Django. 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 Uh, Wally. Number fifty seven. Sucked. Wally. What? Number fifty eight, The Lives of Others. The Lives of Others. If if I wasn't clear, Sunset Boulevard. Number fifty nine. Paths of Glory, number 60. The Great Dictator, number 61. Whatever the fuck. The Shining, number 62. Damn, that is low. Interesting. And guess what it's above? I'll give y'all a hint. It's a Marvel movie. And this would make it the highest rated Marvel movie of all time. Endgame? Spider-Man or is it? Very close. Uh, Infinity, Infinity War. 
Wow. Above Endgame, actually. Wow. wow. Witness for the prosecution, number 64. Aliens, number yeah. uh 65. Ridley Scott is, is aliens, right? You said what? Ridley Scott is the director <laughs> or whatever? Okay. Into the Spider-Verse, number 66. What? Get the fuck out of here. This is bullshit. What the fuck? Damn. I did think that was a great movie. I ain't gonna lie. No, it was great. It's it was. I enjoyed it. Um, I don't have the rights for that song, so sorry. Yeah, yeah. We don't have the rights for that song, Nico. Yeah, so I have it's, the rights for I feel it. like that... It's no, you don't. It's above every other Spider-Man. The other Spider... There should be at least some of the Toby's movies up above that movie. Spider-Man yeah. 2 was a masterpiece, but I don't I don't know. Like, Spider-Man Into the Spider-Verse, if... Like, if you was to... If you had to <laughs> parse them out, like, parse all of them out, even though... um fucking no way home is my is by far my favorite into the spider-verse is like the most perfect spider-man movie Wrong. if you had to pick one it's the most perfect one what what is then Nicole? Over i'd say no way home. i'd say yes. no way incorrect Spider-Man 2 is amazing. And see, and, and see he, he'd get mad at me for just saying, oh, oh, oh okay. And then just, this, <laughs> this motherfucker just looked. How look, you put just, Into the Spider-Man Spider 2? It makes no sense. You did this. You disagree. I mm. do. It's a horrendous take. Over Spider-Man 2, nothing will talk Spider-Man 2 ever. See? And, and then you saying shit like that. And, and when No Way Home clearly smacked Spider-Man 2. Hell no. Hell no. Come on. No Way Home can't exist without Spider-Man 2. I just don't think that kind of correlates to the actual And it's not a better movie like either. The, the thing is it has fucking uh, three Spider-Man and it doesn't mean it's looking better. Horrendous. Well, no, but it was a really good movie even without, you know, just the whole cameo part. You know what I'm saying? Like, it 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 has really good acting and, and just the actual plot in the story is good even without the, oh my God, Tobey Maguire, Andrew Garfield. I love No Way Home. Not been in Spider-Man 2. Come on, people. Let's be real. If it, we are being if, real. That's the thing. It's, you know? it's close, though. Like, it's really, really wow. close. Yeah. Yeah, you wild. Uh, number 67, American Beauty. Mm. Uh, number 68, that long-ass title for no fucking reason, Dr. Strangelove and blah, 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 blah. Oh, yeah, that was on AFIs. Uh, number 69, The Dark Knight Rises. Wow. Damn, what? Under Dr. Strange's love triangle, misconception, whatever the fuck that name was. <laughs> <laughs> That's bullshit. Love triangle. Yeah, whatever the fuck that thing was called. Wow. <laughs> Casablanca, un Under Lion King, and Spy and uh, Dark Knight Rises. He said Casablanca, and Quan went from. <laughs> <laughs> and fucking Dark Knight Rises. Listen, in my opinion, Dark Knight Rises is really underrated for me. Like, people really shit on that. I love I can that agree. movie. Even in the Reddit, uh, if you go to like the 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 latest post about the Dark Knight Rises, I said that the Dark Knight Rises was underrated, and somebody was in that motherfucker cooking my mm. ass, boy. They, they said, Dude, people said, will uh, just gang up on you for no fucking reason. Yeah, fresh. yeah. He said it, it was it was a stupid plot and plot holes and blah blah blah. They were all good movies. It was yeah, a good for ending me, for me. The Dark Knight is is like insane. Again, it's, yeah, 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 like not even a great superhero movie, just a great movie overall. Movie. Like, yeah, 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 straight up. So for me, like the order, I'm putting Dark Knight, Batman Begins, and then Dark Knight Rises. But still, like, ain't I don't think anything is yeah. lower than the eight. Dark Knight Rises being the the third best out of all out of the trilogy does not mean it's the. That's a compliment. It's, it's horrible. That's just yeah, exactly. They're all so good. Like it's so hard to rank them in the, in, in that order. It they're all masterpieces. It's, it's, it's beautiful. Because Christopher Nolan, dude, just all his movies in general, he was the perfect. Because it's not just a superhero movie. It's like it's insane. It's a masterpiece on its own like fucking reddit assholes out there that's when are you fucking kidding me with the bad <laughs> returns you fucking loser yeah you so can funny. um makes me sick i i mean and and i do think that uh 
damn, what's his name? The, who who directed uh no, the so Batman? Nolan? Christopher Nolan, yeah. No, 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 the Batman. Oh, the, uh. Reeves, Matt, Reeves. Matt, Reeves. Matt Reeves, Matt Reeves, Matt Reeves. I was about to call him Matt Ryan. <laughs> uh, <laughs> oh, God. Uh, Matt Reeves, I think he owned us something too. I, I think He's, that, uh, his, oh, I yeah. think if, oh, if he get a trilogy, I think if he get a trilogy, it'll be another special one. Uh, uh, yeah. If he get a trilogy, th this would be a definite. Like I, I'm a make. I can make a definitive statement that there will be no better like trilogies of of like any superheroes like. Where, where yeah. you had two two separate great trilogies you oh, know what yeah. i'm saying like that that'll really? never happen yeah, again yeah. 70 old boy never heard of it no, Medeus number 71 okay never heard of it number 72 another one of my top five movies of all time joker you got a top five that's top five that's listen listen what what joker like did for like put that as, on as right like, see, how, see how you, how you get i know i know and I, I i i get it i get it but okay for one it's a modern day uh taxi driver which yeah i, I love yeah. that movie number two like the way that it spoke about mental health and like made it so uncomfortable and with the mental health like boohoo sorry sorry i i i i'm a i'm a man i that fully support mental health, mental health awareness don't sound like it for fuck's sake, what? Go ahead. He killed Robert De Niro in the movie. Fuck. Wait, what? Oh, he killed the <laughs> killed De Niro. That's a little much. It shocked me though, but not top. Well, five yeah, but I mean, it's like that's the whole like thing is that it's like this is what it could be. I know? agree, but not going to be a top five, Quan. That's a little uh, much. It, no, the top five I, I is what? Name, name your top five right now. In, in the top five, is it is it five or is it? Oh yeah, what? Uh, or is it ranked in the five? five? It's oh, probably okay. five, but um, but The right. Godfather. Okay. Uh, The Dark Knight. Okay. Prisoners. Ooh, okay. Joker. Casablanca in there? Casablanca is not even in my top 700. Wow. Um, Poor taste. So it's four. Is it four? Um, oh, you know, he said Joker's five. So what's four? Into the Spider-Verse. <laughs> <laughs> it's between, because I go back and forth. It's between Django and Pulp Fiction. Okay. I Yeah. If I'm going off your five, I'd probably put Django above Pulp Fiction. I feel five. just by the I think that's good. That's not a. That's good. I like prisoners. List until, until you get the Joker. I think it's your I list, think so. I can't really say if it's, if that, that's your list, so I can't really say. I mean, Thank you me. have been saying this whole time, and then gonna say you can't even say. You can't really say. <laughs> Joker's a great movie. It's it's just like I, I the enjoyed Nolan it. trilogy, to where it's it's a great movie, not just a great superhero universe movie. Like it's really, but it's Joaquin Phoenix. What to me, man? Joaquin yeah. Phoenix, like that that performance is is like untouchable like okay it, it made him and versus uh Heath Ledger a conversation at least you know what I'm saying whether you agree yeah. or not you know what I'm saying like for that to to be brought up at all to me you know what I'm saying to to take on the Joker after Heath Ledger and anyway you know what I'm saying and to to put together a performance that can stand against something like that to me you know what I'm saying mm -hmm. I, that's, yeah that's for me. I could watch Joker I don't know how many I I, 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 I think his back. win for that Oscar paved the way for future comic book characters to get nominations yes. such as uh, Angela Bassett for her uh for her role in Black Panther 2 hopefully I would she gets, love that I would love that hopefully yeah. she gets that nod but comic book characters are so uh stigmatized with the Academy Awards and shit like that. I think it's Christian Bale should have been nominated for his role as Batman. Joker, like giving him a name and then kind of taking it away, like us not like it, it fucking with our imagination. Like we still don't know. Like you know what I'm saying? It's still so open ended. Like I, I watched that, that movie. I don't know how many times, but like I, I still don't know like what fucking happened. Just, Henry Cavill, Man of Steel. That, that should have got an Oscar nod for him. That, that would have never happened. Not that was, that was too early. 
very emotional. I think Henry, Henry Cavill is a, like the perfect Superman. I just think that the movies aren't well written enough and put together. Like if they had like a if you get Henry Cavill as a Superman with a a, a genuine like film director, you know what I'm saying? Not like a mainstream like superhero movie director, then you could probably get at least a nomination out of him. That's a that's a good spot. But. Maybe now, like I, give, I think, give Zack Snyder I think the still, ball get out the way. That's, that's my yeah. Opinion. I was about to say, even if you give Zack Snyder like that that opportunity today, uh, I think that you know what I'm saying like. I think that just when it when it came out, that was 2013, right? When it came out was mm-hmm. way too early. You know what I'm saying like or 2014. Yeah. Uh, I don't know, but it, that was <laughs> way too early for for them to like be considering these movies as they weren't as like, coming out no, as yeah, often no. yet. You know what I'm saying? But the MCU was only five years old at that time. Yeah, I know. No, it's like you had when you got guys like it makes it hard because you got dudes like giants in the industry like Scorsese and stuff talking about superhero movies like saying that they're not. Fucking I said this pieces. last week. Oh, we said this last week. Yeah, we talked about how, yeah, how Tarantino bro. said uh, that they're not real uh, movie stars. Mm. Agreed. Yeah. See, um, that shit makes me mad because it's like they know what that does for filming. Like, it makes it where like a lot of people will consider it that way. Right? Just keep doing it for Marvel, not for DC, so we can get more funding. <laughs> are you a DC? Are you a DC dude? Yeah, I like both, but I'm a DC guy at heart, and we're in the we're allegedly. In the he's right still. Now. Have you seen Black Adam? No, I haven't seen it yet. No, I'm talking about Nico. Oh, That's no. why he quiet over there. I was gonna see it yesterday, but I was sick. Yeah, okay. you knew you were sick yesterday. On. Motherfucker, you knew you were sick. How you gonna say you were gonna see it? You've been sick since uh, last week. How you? I got the tickets four days ago, scheduled for yesterday. And in order to save the masses from my sickness and sinus infections, I decided not to go. Uh, number seventy three and Glorious Bastards. Uh, number seventy four, Coco. Get the fuck out of here, Coco. What? I'm gonna only go to 100. This is 250 movies. I'm gonna only go to 100. Oh number 75. 250? Yeah. Number 75. Who has the time? Toy Story. Please leave me alone, cat. Oh, some wow. of these not, dude. Some thought, of these animated. I thought that was his wife. <laughs> oh, it's like a cat again. Number 76, Braveheart. Uh, number 77. Wow. Wait the boat. Uh, I heard that shit. Number 78, Avengers Endgame. Wow. Ooh, damn, number nice. 79 princess i'm not gonna embarrass myself yeah, that. <laughs> uh <laughs> i don't even get embarrassed but that that that'll do it number 80 once upon a time in america number I love 81 goodwill hunting oh wow that's number 82 a very very recent movie very Joker? no what? I that's why you were shocked i would i mean that would be shocking that it would be on the list twice nico Oh, you already said Joker? Oh, yeah. Oh. I forgot you know about damn that. well I said Joker. I'm sick, so I was Oh, me. yeah, your sinus oh, infection. Yeah, it's, it's clouding your memory and all that shit. Even though it just happened like two minutes ago. Number 82. I'm, I'm going to let y'all guess. I'll give y'all three guesses. Come a on, sinus infection is a very serious thing for those that are out there. Your sinuses are infected and inflamed. So it's not it's not a common cold, people. Okay, I'll give y'all one guess. Y'all take it too long. You're going to be mad when I tell you Top Gun Maverick. Oh, wow. <laughs> what? <laughs> Bruh. <laughs> <laughs> Number eighty-two. Cut that part out, dude. Has Taxi Driver even been on here yet? No. It's, wow. Why? Why is dude? Oh my. What about God. Raging Bull? No, I, I don't that, remember dude, saying Raging Bull. Don't even, what the? Number fuck? eighty-three. Your name. Um, Logan. Number eighty-four. Uh. No. Shut up, Logan. Number 84, <laughs> Requiem for a Dream. Number 85, it's, this describes us, Three Idiots. Uh, number 86, Singing in the Story. Rain. Number 87, Toy Story 3. 
deservedly so number 88 high and low number 89 episode six return of the jedi number 90 below toy story three damn i'm that's star wars that's a little bit low for star wars very low number 91 eternal sunshine of the spotless mind which i still haven't seen but i've heard it's a good movie things about never seen and never heard of it actually good it's kind of it's it's like inception like that's that's the movie that makes me like i feel like jim carrey should have gotten way more serious roles than he did because of that movie and the truman show have you seen kidding his show oh wait 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 yes 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 i started watching that um, I like, wish it wouldn't have got canceled, man. It was two seasons, bro. Excellent, excellent show. And although, like he, like it was like jokes and shit in there, it was more of a serious. But it was still, him. yeah, bro, exactly, bro. bro. So oh, good. Jim Carrey is a fucking genius, man. Like it, he it's is. Like he, he, yeah, I'm cutting he, this part out. Brilliant, brilliant. So, no, brilliant, bro. Jim Carrey right, is that dude. He's a damn good actor, dude. And he's a good serious actor. See, let's argue, Nico. Instead of cutting it out, see what I mean? You was asking for all this <laughs> I, shit. I, I agree, I, I agree with, with the Jim Carrey take. I, I agree. I, I believe that he is a very good dramatic actor. I, I'm, I'm not disagreeing with the take. But I'm he's saying this, this is a long-ass like, list. I, I was talking about last year. And this is... I got so many people that got on me on my TikTok about this. I 100 percent comments think, are so fucking weird. yeah, bro. They don't even matter. But there's like, nothing but fucking hate. No love on there. Jim Carrey. I think that the perfect person. It, oh my god, this can sound. But like for um this come? the <laughs> <laughs> the this Batman universe with uh Matt Reeves and uh, uh Robert Pattinson is the perfect universe for a guy, for Scarecrow John or John Crane, right? Perfect universe and the perfect guy. To play Scarecrow, in my opinion, is Jim Carrey because he's that old, lanky, serious, dramatic actor that that's he's just perfect, dude. And he looks just like the comic uh, comic book versions of John Crane. I feel like he'd be the perfect Scarecrow. I got so many people that got on my ass for saying that, bro. I feel like that'd be that's just the take. This guy. Like Jim Carrey is the Riddler, and if you recast him in another series, I would not watch. Like yeah, we can't have the multiverse DC if Jim Carrey plays Jonathan Gray. TikTok commenters, get a fucking life, okay? I'm so sick of seeing you fuckers just com- constantly commenting. Oh, you guys are primary on TikTok, too. Damn, yes. so you oh. probably... I ain't on that shit. But anyway, uh, number 92, uh, 2001, A Space Odyssey. Okay, that's pretty low, though. That's, that's real okay. low. Stanley Kubrick, right, right? Number 93, Reservoir Dogs. That's good. That's also kind of low. Yeah, I think that's... I just I, think this, that we got Coco fucking up on that. Yeah, I feel you. Things, I feel you. <laughs> forgot about the Coco. I do think Reservoir Dogs is like oh, bottom tier Tarantino. It's bottom. Yeah, it is bottom tier Tarantino, but bottom tier Tarantino is like A class above most for sure, fucking directors. Sure. The Hunt was number 94. Come and See is number 95. Citizen Kane. Again, I don't, I don't, I've never seen this movie. Never seen it, uh, but I heard I've only it. heard of it. Like It's recently. like a legend, but it, I, yeah. it's, eh. It's just number ninety-six. M is number ninety-seven. All right. Mm. Lawrence of Arabia, number ninety-eight. North by Northwest, number ninety-nine. And number one hundred, Vertigo. Mm. The list ended slow, but I mean there's a lot of shit left off. List. (laughs) (laughs) For real. There was a lot of stuff left off. Probably not. I mean, I'm I'm pretty sure it's in these these next hundred and fifty. Yeah, in the next couple but i mean for a top 100 fucking you don't got any of these like the irishman you don't got fucking taxi driver to have to have um top gun yeah uh, bro maverick bro wow top gun coco 
like what the fuck, bro? I don't know. That's that's <laughs> confusing. Coco being on there. Coco, dude. That, that's that shocked me. Everyone, the list. I I wanted to bring this up with Logan before he hopped on. The Commanders officially did this celebration for Sean Taylor, right? The 20th oh anniversary God. of his death, right? And they said we are going to uh, un unveil a Sean Taylor statue. They unveiled it. It is just a Sean Taylor uniform on a mannequin. Oh my God, what are they doing out in Washington? That shit is embarrassing. Look that shit up, come on. I don't know if you've seen that. Look that shit up. No, I'm looking Sean it up right now. No, nah, bro, Taylor don't even statue. waste your time, bro. It's literally just some shit you'd see at Dick's Sporting Goods, bro, I swear. <laughs> literally. Dude, I've never been, I'm, I, oh my God. We did, they did this last year. It is their the, current the uniform on a mannequin that just it just has his jersey name on it. Sean Taylor. So bad. It's so bad, bro. It's fucking. And they said it was a statue. And then, but then they were like, people were saying, "Oh well, they're waiting till we get a new stadium to put an actual statue out there." But then they said that this fucking thing, whatever it is, no, will travel with whatever you know. If we get a new stadium, it'll just go there. So why why didn't you just do that with an actual statue, bro? Like what? <laughs> oh, That's some goofy ugly. shit. Did you that is goofy. Like, that is so embarrassing. It's so bad. I oh, I've never been, but they, they do that every time. Every single event we've had for Sean Taylor, they've botched it, bro. We had fucking uh Mahomes brother Jackson dancing Mahomes. on the logo, bro. Like what? My lord, oh, I haven't seen him in a long time. Yeah, he disappeared. Yeah. He disappeared. I don't know what my happened age. to him. Boy, Mahomes hasn't probably locked in a basement somewhere or some shit. No food, no water. I hate this organization so much, dude. <laughs> it's understandable, brother. It's understandable. Speaking of shit quarterbacks, we got Russell Wilson <laughs> here losing to the fucking Carolina Panthers. Wow. What? That's the bottom of the bottom. Bro, he about to give the Seahawks such a good draft pick. They lost. Oh, my God, bro. What the fuck? Do we keep Russell or do we move on already? There's no I, way for them to move on. Yeah, bro. I, I don't know because... <sighs> I don't, and you guys are going to be expecting this answer, but like, I don't think Russell Wilson's a shit quarterback. But I think Hackett is a shit coach. Yeah. Holy and I know fuck. that's the, that's always like a cop out, like, oh, it's the fucking coach and stuff. But I feel like, I feel like they do really have a garbage coach. I think Russ is really struggling to adjust this new team. But I think next year, if they get a new guy, new offense quarter, new, new coach, I think he'll look a little bit better. They got a damn good defense. What'd you say? Uh, if they get a new team, basically. Yeah, if they fucking just, <laughs> except for their defense, it'll be good. Get rid of everything. Hacker got to go. That, that, guy, that guy couldn't even fucking coach peewee football. Fucking hell. I just don't okay, get so how guys like that get jobs. Like, they're white. Agreed. Oh, open your eyes. Open your eyes. Do you not think that is Russell Wilson? Because, like, now that he's moved on to another team, his old defense, you know what I'm saying, Richard Sherman and all of them talking shit about how, uh, you know, it it, he, it wasn't him. It was never him. They talk about him, like, the, his locker room, like, presence and, and him as a person. And, uh, he is weird. Him not reading uh, or not using the, the armband, which I don't think that is, is that big a deal. But Pete Carroll, like, really, like, not. I mean, that Pete Carroll is able to, uh, like, kind of resurrect Geno Smith and, like, was just not able to make it work with Russell Wilson is a little weird to me. I think there's two things, two layers. The Geno Smith thing and for Russell Wilson, number one, I think the absolute fucking gangbang that Richard Sherman and his former teammates pulled on Russell Wilson, I think that's fake as fuck. 
I think that Russ being the non-commutative teammate he was and that the fact that they had to go through like a person to get to Russ, you know, was kind of, you know, that's not very good leader stuff. But like it was documented before during that time and stuff. You know, Russ was a good leader. He's given speeches during halftime and stuff. He, he was at he was a, a formidable quarterback. I mean, obviously they won games with him. I don't think you could ever say that it was just the defense. And I think it's sad that Marshawn Lynch has to stand up to Richard Sherman and those other guys for his quarterback. You know, he's in his pocket. He's like, well, I mean, it's, we can't be like saying Russ was the problem. I think that I think it's it's messed up that Richard Sherman knew that everybody's piling on Russell Wilson and the fact that he went and did that shit to to no matter what, you know, you guys, what relationship you all had. They obviously didn't have beef. You know, they weren't hating each other. He's your brother. You won a fucking Super Bowl with him. Went lost one with him. You know what I'm saying? That's your brother, and you're jumping on him when the whole of the public is. And Richard Sherman is not one. Per- he's not a person to talk at all. We saw him fucking going crazy, trying to break into to, what was it? It was like his brother-in-law's house or some shit like that. He had some shit going on, so it's not like he can sit there and judge Russell Wilson. Obviously, he had mental issues and, and was dealing with things. But for him to you know sit here on a pedestal and kind of talk down on Russ. I don't like that. I think that Russ is a great quarterback. I just think that, you know, everybody, I think he is in the same boat as Carson Winston. The God, this is embarrassing. But like, just like in this, in the, in the manner that he needs to be in a very specific situation and has to be completely adjusted to be winning games. As it comes to, as it pertains to Pete Carroll and Geno Smith, I think Geno Smith was the main factor in the revival of his career because and I talked about this before real quick. I think from the beginning, Geno Smith was a above average starter worthy quarterback, right? I just think that he never really got the chance. He started with the Jets his rookie year. Okay. Then he came back the next year, got hurt, played like three weeks and didn't play bad. He was never a garbage quarterback. That's the main thing. Geno never sucked. You know, he had like these seasons. It's like, 15 touchdowns, 11 interceptions. That's not that's not garbage, right? That's Josh Allen with year type stuff, right? Not comparing them at all. But, you know, Jets gave up on him after they got Fitz and he broke his jaw, you know, and then that's where it ends. And it's like that that's not a good ending. So he was obviously always a, a, a player that had potential. So I think Geno revived his career because really the Seahawks this year is the first chance he's gotten since New York. You know what I'm saying? So I, I think that's on him. I think Pete Carroll, you know, I think he's a good coach, but I think he's a little bit overrated. I think that he takes a little bit too much credit for the Super Bowl runs and stuff like that. I think he's a good defensive coordinator or defensive mind. I think he struggled a lot on offense. For me, the major beef stems from them not winning more than one Super Bowl. I think that's where that betrayal and shit talking comes from. I think like there's some hidden resentment with uh, his former teammates being like, hey, you know, we, we were so good then. We we could have had a dynasty. We could have had more than one. You know what I mean? I just think it's messed up. He did it when he did, dude, because he knew everybody's piling on Russ. You know, and it's just kind of. I, I feel like that's sneaky as fuck to me. And, and it's happening now. You're, you're doing it while he's down. You, you weren't yeah, doing exactly. it when he was in. after you retired and left, you, you weren't doing it last year, Richard and others. Yeah. You know why are you doing it? You you now see an opportunity where Russ is Russ is at his lowest point in his career, and you're like, okay, let's go fucking de- let's go destroy this guy from the inside and they're like oh shit here here it goes and now they're saying oh yeah he's a fucking he's a bum bitch who we had to go talk to his agent in order to get through him i thought i i do think that's messed up i i do think they're they're breaking that code of hey that that team code of 
you know, you're revealing outside stuff, inside stuff to the outside world. I think that's kind of fucked. I agree with Logan on that 100%. You can say whatever you want to say, but this year, Russell Wilson has been bad. I agree. He has been bad. I do think Russ has been bad this year. He's been a bad quarterback. I don't want it to seem like I'm saying he's not. Right? Logan. He's been a bad quarterback. It's just, I'm just saying that I don't think it's 100% on him that he's bad. You know what I'm saying? And, I, and I, y'all got to hear me talk about other positions, too, because I feel this way about football players in general. Right? You, you know what I'm saying? Like, it, it just depends the player. Uh, I mean, yeah, but Russ, Russ has been struggling this year bad. Like, If, if I'm really playing bad. bad this year, talk about how I'm playing bad this year. Don't, don't say, oh, yeah. In 2014, uh, Russell Wilson, uh, you know, called me an asshole and shit like that and said I was a piece of shit and, you know, yelled at me. In the, yeah, in bro. Like, that's what I'm face. saying. Like, they weren't the saying that then. They weren't saying that in that time at all. That whole stretch, they had all kinds of time to get on Russ. But yeah, then I don't think the any of that could be stuff. like for they they love or respect for Pete Carroll. Like the fact that they would they existed together. Like you know what I'm saying. Like they yeah. didn't want to push a narrative one way or the other because they were still together. But then like once they separated, you know what I'm saying. They they isolated the issue and and spoke about the isolated issue. I mean, yeah, but then I I see what you're saying. And but even then, do you think about like like we're if you're thinking about it in the manner of like we're cool right now because. We respect Pete, you know what I'm saying? Like, we'll be a, we're a team right now because of the respect I have for this man. It's like, okay, well, then, even then, that's kind of just tarnishing the, the, the like, the feeling of, like, teamship that everybody had during those years. This was, like, a great, great team. And now you're dogging on your former quarterback, which is, like, the brick of the team. So it's like, then you're just – I'm just saying, even though, yeah, like, it is kind of isolated and, and selectively, like, talking about Russ, they're not dogging on the team and stuff like that, just even then, I just feel like the way they went about it is, man, because, yes, they talked about – I feel like the whole you have to talk to Russ's manager to get in contact with him, I feel like that was a cop-out the way that, like, it seemed like they were saying that, so it didn't seem like – they were trashing him in the public. Like they, they were making it seem like that was their only choice. Like, oh, we couldn't talk to him. So we, you know, we had to trash him in the public. It's like, okay, why didn't you go up to him in the locker room during when you played with him? You know what I'm saying? You had years and years with him. So you could talk to him then. And if you did talk to him then, there's no reason to air it out like that. I, I just, I, I don't know. I just feel like even if they weren't friends, I get not being friends with someone on your team you're, you're not you don't have to be that close with someone like that but like even if you're not close that's they're kicking him when he was down down like everybody in the league had turned on rust and them. i'm not and, uh, saying that no that, that'll wrap up the show for this week we thank everybody for joining us this week uh we appreciate everybody's love and support go and check out logan's uh links in, in the description as well on his channels his all of his soldiers will be in the in the link in the description uh kwan has no social so we don't have to do that for him um because he thinks he's cool and uh yeah we appreciate everybody for joining us this week and as always have a blessed week and we will see you guys next week uh that, that'll do it peace